and welcome to This Week in James City County. I'm your host, Renee Dahlman. We have a very special episode for you today. We have not one, not two, but three guests on the podcast. So you definitely want to make sure you stick around for this one. Our first guest is Don Alexi. Don works for James City County, and Don is the environmental coordinator for James City County. Don is joined by the one, the only, Peg Borman. Anyone that's lived in the county for any amount of time knows Peg. Peg is the chairman of the James City County Clean County Commission. Glad to have you here. And we also have Kenzit Teller. And Kenzit is the chair of a new program that we have here in James City County called Keep James City County Beautiful. Don, as the James City County employee that is involved with the Clean County Commission, tell us how this commission came about, who puts the people on the commission. Tell us all about that. Well, the Clean County Commission was formed 40 years ago, and by a group of citizens who were very concerned about litter, Peg Borman was one of those citizens. I think there were about 15 to start. And over the years, they've done all kinds of wonderful programs from the countywide spring cleanup, and this year is our 40th the Quarterly Clean Business Award, the Adopt-A-Spot program, lots of ongoing year-round campaigns to promote litter prevention, recycling, and beautification efforts. What's different is two years ago, we started on an affiliation process through Keep America Beautiful. And so while the Clean County Commission is a board of six board-appointed commissioners, Keep James City County Beautiful is an opportunity for citizens to step up and get involved in short-term campaigns. And so Kensit Teller is one of those citizens who has taken on the chairmanship of the Litter Prevention Subcommittee of Keep James City County Beautiful. Kensit, were you on the Clean County Commission at one point? Yes, I was on the Clean County Commission for about three and a half years and thought I would stop volunteering. But once we started the Keep James City County Beautiful Commission, I just felt like I wanted to get back in and see what else we could do as far as the problem we're having with litter and some of the other activities. And a lot of the activities are really fun. So I would encourage people to come out and volunteer. All right. So Peg, tell us about Clean County Commission. What are you all up to these days? (laughs) Well, the Clean County Commission is ongoing. We're always talking trash. We, I like uh, that. We uh, uh, right now are in the throes of the spring cleanup, and uh, in 1979 it was in the fall, but then they moved it in '80 to the spring. Okay. And I've been on the road or at the convenience center mm-hmm. for all these 40 years. Wow. Because I worked with the VFW when mm-hmm. and the Girl Scouts when I first started with this. And it was with Jim Robertson and Eula Radcliffe were the two that were instrumental in getting it going back in 79. But Clean County Commission does oversee a lot of activities. We will be starting to work on the America Recycles Day, which is in November. We'll be starting to work on the expo as soon as we get the county cleaned up. (laughs) We also quarterly have the clean business awards that we do mm-hmm. to a business in the county. I've seen signs for mm-hmm. those throughout. There's yeah. a, we, we erect a sign for each quarter in front of that business. Mm-hmm. And we're always out there looking for the businesses that have done a good job of keeping their area clean. And, and then we check to make sure that they're doing recycling and not abusing any permits or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that happened to me at one time, so we changed the form. Okay. Well, we have a form that we take and interview the business. Okay. 
and make sure that what they're recycling and so forth and so on, that they're not violating or abusing any permits or regulations that they should do. It was a stormwater issue because, you know, the stormwater is very big on enforcing illicit discharge and making sure everything's in compliance and the stormwater is being managed appropriately. So we're in there looking at litter and recycling, not realizing that there's something behind the scenes that needs to be addressed. Oh, okay. All right. We changed up the interview that we do now. So we'll be having that one, I guess, next month. Okay. We'll, We'll have that one. But I'm just excited to see that we have so many individuals this year Mm -hmm. that have volunteered to come out and help. We have a lot of groups. We've got churches that have come out. We've got civic organizations that are doing, one group is doing two different areas. Okay. So I'm appreciative of everything that they do. That's wonderful. Um, I was just going to mention these are independent programs for the county, but there's also a new program going on for Hampton Roads called Team Up to Clean Up. Okay. And that's going to be really beneficial for all of the counties and cities. So Dawn knows more about that. So. All right. Well, Team Up to Clean Up is a tagline that came out of the Hampton Roads Planning District Commission. We are part of the AskHRGreen.org Recycling mm-hmm. and Beautification Subcommittee. And so that subcommittee has representatives from all the jurisdictions, and we have come up with this Team Up to Clean Up umbrella campaign so that all the different municipalities can team up in their own way. Some of the things that we're trying to promote are, of course, these litter cleanups ongoing. We have grabbers and bags and uh, safety vests and whatever resources people need. We have adopt-a-spots. We can go give presentations to civic organizations. We have a PowerPoint Um, We have all the statistics. We have really good resources to share with the public. And so there are lots of ways for people to team up to clean up. And that's what we want to be promoting. And one of the nice things that we're getting ready to do um, on the 28th, Dawn, is the team up for cleanup with uh, Williamsburg, James City County on Strawberry Plains Road. So um, anytime we can all work together, it's really beneficial to everybody. And I think this is just one of the beginnings. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah. So what date <laughs> did you say the team up to clean up oh, events? It's April 28th. It's April a Saturday 20th. Okay. from 10 a.m. to noon. Strawberry Plains Road will be meeting at the Berkeley Realty parking lot. They have adopted that highway. It's just, it's a new initiative for them. So we're all teaming up to clean up on that that day. What if someone listening to the podcast is interested in participating? How would they find out more? Uh, They can visit jamescitycountyva.gov slash kjccb. And also, if you have a pen handy and you want to write my number, it's 259-5375. All right. And one more time with that number? 259-5375. Great. Okay. So I have a question about the Keep James City County Beautiful. Mm -hmm. How do people become involved in that? They can contact Dawn. She's the executive administrator. And she will kind of place them. There are all kinds of things they can do. There's things working in graphics, writing articles, going to schools to help teach the children about Mm -hmm. uh, litter and recycling. There's just any number of specialized little areas that people can work in. It's not just going out and coordinating cleanups for the county. That's just a very minor part of what we need and what we hope to do with this committee. If they have gardening expertise, (coughs) they can help with beautification projects. If they 
have are good with computers and want to help with the database, graphics. Mm-hmm. They're working with children, coming up with activities, workshops, camps. There are lots of ways to get involved. All right. And it's fun. And it's fun. It's, and that's important, yeah. I think. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I would like to bring out the fact that Will Barnes was on this commission for many years, probably, well, 13, I think, before he passed. He passed away two years ago, and his birthday is the 14th of June. Last year, we had our first celebration, and we dedicated the shelter there at Veterans Park, and we now call that the Will Barnes Shelter. So we're going to be doing something on that day, since the county also designated it to be Will Barnes Day. We'll be doing an event there. We haven't quite pulled that all together yet, but... We'll be thanking our volunteers. But we'll be thanking the volunteers from the Adopt-A-Spot groups, because we have uh, seven or eight of those now. So there's a lot of volunteers that are involved with those groups. Okay. I periodically, driving down the road, you see where they have adopted a highway. Is Adopt-A-Spot similar to that? It is. Adopt-A-Highway is run through the state. It's okay. the VDOT program. And that's been around for a long time. It has a lot of notoriety. It's very well run. The Adopt-A-Spot program is managed out of the Clean County Commission. And it's more for small spaces, trouble spots in the county, where we have permission either on county property or private property where the owner has allowed us to erect a sign and give those citizens permission to come quarterly and clean it up. Okay. Again, if someone's interested in adopting a spot, they would contact you, Yes. Dawn. Very good. With the Clean County Commission, I want to go back to the commissioners and how the commissioners are chosen. How does that happen? People apply to yes. serve through the county administration office or the board of supervisors secretary? Yes, the board of supervisors secretary. There's an application online and she then sends the applications to me and we review them and contact them and then it's a three-year appointment. Okay. And there's no limit. So really we're looking for all the help we can get. Mm-hmm. We have an opening in the Powhatan district right now. So we would love for someone from that district to come help. If someone is interested in helping keep James City County mm-hmm. beautiful, they do not need to be on the commission. Mm-hmm. There are mm-hmm. plenty of volunteer opportunities that people can come out and do. Yes. Yeah. That's what's so nice. You can either do just one event or you can do things all year long. Okay. And I think for people with busy lives, which a lot of our people, everyone has today, mm-hmm. that time where you're just helping with one aspect, like maybe graphics or some of the other uh, internal areas to help, or if you're just going out and helping with one event, mm-hmm. you're doing something for your community. And I think you'll really enjoy it. Tell me, okay. The commissioners meet once a month. Okay. Or the commission. We meet once a month and we meet at the office on Tuning Road, 107 Tuning Road. We meet at 1130 because we do have two or three people on the commission right now that are employed. Okay. We're not all retired, although three or four of us are retired. Sure, sure. We meet at 1130 and usually are through by one. Okay. And we take care of all the current business and anything that comes before the is issues. Okay. You said we were going to talk trash, and I don't feel like we've talked trash enough. No, we haven't so, talked much trash. Tell me, what's the biggest source of litter in James City County? I mean, people, obviously, but is there a certain place or a certain kind of litter that tends to get spread around more? Well, there's all kinds of litter, and I've seen, I think I've seen it all. Number one, pickup trucks going down the road that they've thrown their cup in the back of the pickup because mm-hmm. they're through drinking, and they're 
you know, I don't know what else to do with it, but at least they're not throwing it on the ground there. But the wind picks it up and out it goes onto the roadway. Uncovered loads and some that think they're covered, but there's that three or four inch spot that all that trash comes out from around those loads. And so I feel like that if the contractors, the vendors, the individuals that are out there, if they just make sure that that load is secured, then some of that trash won't come out. Okay. Dumpsters being left open by businesses tend to have that stuff come out onto the roadway. If they don't put it in the dumpster to begin with, if they're just leaving it sitting in a wheelbarrow, Mm -hmm. it gets blown away. had the occasion for a big cardboard box hit my car. Oh, my goodness. Which, that's not good. No. Um, Dangerous. It is. It is dangerous. Mm -hmm. And um, then I've seen somebody driving down the road and... They just pitch it out, and their children pitch it mm. out. And, you mm. know, that's not teaching the children no. what should be done. No. So there's so many ways that I see litter that people don't even realize. And one piece of litter breeds a thousand pieces mm. of Absolutely. litter. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Then the next thing that I see is that all this trash gets onto the sides of the roads, gets washed away in the rain, down the drains, out into the creeks, out into the river, out into the bay, and out into the ocean. And it not only pollutes our water here mm-hmm. around us, but it has a world impact on it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Another aspect which always makes me sad is when I'm picking up litter and I pick up a food container or styrofoam cup that has teeth marks on it. We're killing our wildlife. Excellent point. You know, it's a sad thing. When I pick up a piece of litter like that, I'm always happy because I think maybe I save one little animal from having a digestive problem, which might kill them. And the other aspect is the um, crime. There's proven statistics that that litter creates crime and vandalism. So you want to let people know that People are watching. They're picking up things. They're watching you. And I think it will keep our community much safer. It's proven. If everyone would take a responsibility to take care of their own trash and put it where it will be picked up properly, Uh recycle as much as possible. Uh Uh I see at these events where they have all these plastic bottles and cans and all goes in the trash. And it makes me want to go start picking it all out. Sure. <laughs> but if they would just set up that recycling bin, and I've mentioned it to various ones when I'm seeing this happen, and they say, well, that's too much trouble. And I said, it only takes a few minutes to be separated again. Right, with. right. And then I'm told when I ask a certain business about, do you recycle? And they said, well, yeah, our vendor that we put our trash in, they tell me they recycle. Well, If you put trash and you put recycling together, that's going to contaminate the whole load. Right, right. They have to throw it all out. And so it's Mm -hmm. all going in the trash. Mm -hmm. So don't feel so superior about doing Mm -hmm. recycling when you're putting it all in together and it's not being recycled. Now, I have been to other communities and they tell me that it's, and they asked me to come see it, which I did. There is a way that some of it can be, you know, sorted. Mm -hmm. And I watched it happen. Mm -hmm. More goes into the trash than into the recycling. Right. It really is up to the individuals here to separate it because when one person contaminates a load, and a lot of times it's wishful recycling. People are hoping that it's going to be recycled, but it ends up ruining the entire load, and it's becoming 
harder and harder to get these commodities separated. It's a really complicated market. So we are each responsible for our own litter, our own recycling, our own roadway frontage, all of those things. It takes a community. It does. Mm -hmm. It takes a community. But it starts with one person, me. Right? Absolutely. If, If I do my part and you do your part and you do your part and we could do this as a team, team up to clean up. Yes. <laughs> we would have a much healthier, more beautiful community. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. At one of our recycling and litter events, there was a little boy who very proudly said to me, we don't have much garbage because we recycle. Aww. And uh, it's true. If you're recycling properly, you'll be surprised how your garbage goes down mm-hmm. and your recycle container fills up. Mm-hmm. But you do have to be very careful because like Peg said, one item can contaminate the whole mm-hmm. container. Mm-hmm. Well, I have the medium-sized recycling bin. Mm-hmm. And I could have used a bigger one when my husband was alive, but now that he's gone, I can fill mine up. Of course, when I get started on my projects, I filled (laughs) it up really well. But um, uh, because I'm with the help of my friends, I've started cleaning out closets and so forth. Ah. (laughs) I have one bag of trash, and that's not a complete 13-gallon trash a week. Wow. So I really don't need somebody picking up my trash weekly, but... They need jobs, too, so <laughs> so I put my one bag of trash out in my dumpster for the pickup. Well, and Dawn, I know that we have talked about recycling before, and we yes. have a very robust recycling program we do. here in the county. Where can people, because they're listening to this, and they're like, oh, I, I don't want to contaminate a load, where can they find the list of materials that can be recycled? Well, VIPSA is our agency who manages the recycling, and so if you go to vppsa.org, you can see that updated list all the time. But generally, what's important to note is we accept all plastic containers, even rigid plastics like toys and buckets and lawn chairs, all glass bottles, plastic bottles, cardboard, paperboard, mixed paper, junk mail, All those things are recyclable, but the things that really create the contamination are plastic bags. They do not belong in the recycling bin. Yard waste does not belong in the recycling bin. Food waste can really contaminate a load. Don't throw those chicken carcasses in with the plastic container. Oh, my goodness. People do it. One diaper, for some reason, people, I think a lot of times it might even just be someone who gets confused and throws it in the wrong bin, but Mm -hmm. one diaper can contaminate an entire container on a ship and be turned around. So, Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it can can cause a lot of problems. And then anything that's dangerous for the factory workers, like roping, metal hangers don't go in there, carpets, things like that. What about the pizza boxes? They have to be very clean, don't they? Well, we're not accepting pizza boxes now just Mm. because it creates more confusion and they're usually contaminated. But I really don't want people to listen to this and think, oh, it's so complicated. Mm. I'm so busy. I can't. It's really not. No, it's not. And don't, if you have a question, just look at uh, the list or call someone because even we have questions sometimes. So don't feel like you're being stupid. Just call and find out because it really is so simple, you know. And there's also a label on top of the recycling bins. The green lids that are delivered for curbside recycling, there is a sticker on top with the pictures. Okay. All right. Well, anything else we want to cover? 
on this episode? Don't be a litter bug. <laughs> Cigarette butts are litter too. Okay. Just help pick up litter in our community. Very good. Well, you all have so much going on. I definitely want this to become a regular part of our podcast series. So we are definitely going to have you back. I really appreciate the dedication that you all do. You are volunteers. You are not paid a penny for what you do for this county. And I promise you, every citizen in James City County, if they don't know about you, they should know about you. And we really appreciate the efforts you've done. Well, we thank you for your support because if we get the word out and people know that we're trying to do this, hopefully they'll join us. Very good. Well, there's something I like to do at the end of these podcasts. I like to ask a fun question so people listening can get to know you a little bit better. So my question for today involves, you've mentioned pizza boxes. Here in the county, there is a great debate on what constitutes pizza. In order for something to be a pizza, what has to be on there? And then probably the most controversial is about the topping of pineapple. Is pineapple accepted on pizza or not accepted on pizza? I'm going to start with Dawn, because I don't think I've ever asked you the pizza question, have I? No. Okay. So what needs to be there for there to be a pizza? Well, some kind of a flat surface that you can eat (laughs) and um, some kind of a sauce and random toppings. I have very low expectations because I am vegetarian and I don't even always like cheese on it. Okay. It can be a cookie pizza. It can be a fruit Fruit pizza. pizza. It can be a veggie pizza. Or it could just be cheese. My kids like the cheese and dough. Okay. All right. Well, now what says the two of you? Well, I'm not a big pizza eater. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> but I think the best one I ever had was ricotta cheese and spinach. Ooh, Ooh that sounds good. good. It was good. But I have been in groups where we've ordered pizza, and usually they say, don't get pineapple on the pizza. <laughs> okay. So that's all I know about pizza. Okay. <laughs> How about you, Peg? Well, some of my children and stepchildren will say that I'm a pepperoni cheese person, and I am. Okay. But I do like the Supreme, they call okay. it, that has all this stuff on it. But I'll eat pizza if that's on the menu. Okay. I also like uh, fruit or the veggie Okay. pizzas. So I just like food. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks again so much for participating with the podcast today. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, that wraps up this episode of This Week in James City County. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, be sure to subscribe to our podcast. You can go to iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast and subscribe. You can also go to our website, which is jamescitycountyva.gov slash podcast, where you can find all of our episodes that we've ever done And there's also a comment and suggestion form on there. So take a look at it. If there's something you'd like for us to talk about, send us a comment, send us a suggestion, and hopefully we'll do a podcast on it. So again, thank you so much for tuning in and we will talk with you next week.